Well, hello, and I want to welcome you to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Horton. I'm here to bring you a short message that's designed to help you become all that God created you to be and to live your life to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into today's message. Well, it is an exciting and challenging day to be alive. Uh, well, what do you think about the idea that we could be the generation that sees Jesus come back? Uh, having said that, boy, we got a lot to do, and there's some exciting times ahead of us as the power of God invades the church. And I just want to encourage you to be a part of that, of the group of people that God uses to really be a blessing to people. And I, I want to be in that group, and I'm praying that all of us together will be in that group of people that God uses just before Jesus comes back to take us off this earth before the day of the Lord, wrath of God comes in our future. So I'm excited. I hope you are. I've been talking about uh, divine healing. Healing is the purpose of God for us. It belongs to us in Christ. When Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead, he purchased for us in his death, burial, and resurrection not only the forgiveness of sin, but also the, our healing from sickness and disease and the ability to walk in divine health. So we have been talking about that. We've, we've, we've looked at healing being the will of God. We've looked at healing coming through gifts of the Spirit, healing coming by faith in God's Word. We have looked at healing in the atonement of Christ. Uh, we have looked at... Um, at the covenant of healing that God gave the Israelites that it that is also in force in the church age today. And uh, we have spent a fair amount of time talking about all of these things. And I've been talking recently about healing hindrances. We covered all four of them, negative emotions, misuse of the body, unforgiveness. And then last podcast, I discussed disobedience and how it hinders God's best in our lives. So today I want to cover a different subject, and I want to talk about developing a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Um, A current relationship with the Holy Spirit is an indispensable part, listen, of walking in divine health. Uh, we, We have to have uh, have to be rightly related to him. You know, Galatians 5, 6 says this, for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything but faith working through love. See, see, love is the basis of our relationship with God. And, and, and Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. So our love for God is demonstrated by our obedience to him. That is, and when we obey God, we're saying we're obeying his word. We're, we're saying we're doing what he's asked us to do. And in do, doing that, it's also important to listen to and obey the voice of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because healing is not from the outside in for the believer. It's, it's from the inside out. Now, when we're laying hands on the sick and we're laying hands on pe- someone that doesn't know the Lord, and you may say, well, should I be laying hands on people that know, don't know the Lord? Well, certainly so. Jesus said they'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Jesus ministered to people that didn't know him. And you know what? The apostles ministered to people that did not know the Lord. And, uh, you know, somebody said divine healing is the is the drawing card for the belief, for the non-believer to come to the Lord. So, of course, but for us believers, a divine healing, he, spiritual healing, healing by faith in God's Word comes through the Holy Spirit. 
and it comes from the inside out, not from the outside in. Uh, again, look at Romans 8, 11. I've got several translations of that that I think make that fairly clear. It says in Romans 8, 11, New Living Translation, the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by this same spirit living within you. Philip's translation reads, nevertheless, once the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives within you, he will, by that same spirit, bring your whole being new strength and vitality. Isn't that an awesome translation? Let me say that last part again. He will, by that same spirit, bring to your whole being new strength and vitality. Message paraphrase of Romans 8.11. It stands to reason, doesn't it, that if the alive and present God who raised Jesus from the dead moves into your life, He'll do the same thing in you that he did in Jesus, bringing you alive to himself. When God lives and breathes in you, and he does as surely as he did in Jesus, you are delivered from that dead life. With his spirit living in you, your body will be as alive as Christ's. Don't forget, he is the head. We are the body of Christ. So Jesus is not sick. He doesn't want us to be sick. And you know what? He has the Spirit of God who quickens us that he's placed within us when we are born again. And we need to learn to heed and listen to his voice. Let me say it again. Every day when I pray uh, in the mornings, when I start my day, I read the Word. Then I get on my knees and pray. And one of the things I say every day, Lord, thank you that the same Spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead is living in me, and today he is giving life to my body. He is quickening me. And Lord, I thank you. And then I mention Deuteronomy 33, 25, as your days, so will your strength be. And I say to the Lord, Lord, as long as I live in my body, every organ, every system of my body, and every cell of my body will function the way it was designed to function in the name of Jesus. See, faith is released with words. So I say it because I believe it. You say, well, I don't believe that. Well, start saying it, and eventually I believe you'll start believing it. So again, you know, cooperate with the Holy Spirit. The idea today is we need to learn to listen to the Spirit of God. John 16, 13, Jesus said, New Living Translation, when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on His own, but will tell you what He's heard. And He will tell you about your future. That's really good. Amplified New Testament of John 16, 13. But when He the spirit of truth, the truth-giving spirit comes. He will guide you into all the truth, the whole full truth, for he will not speak his own message or from on his own authority, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. He will give the message that has been given to him, and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. So again, the whole is listen, the Holy Spirit loves the word. When we take time to meditate the word of God, that's one of the ways that he quickens our physical body. I mean, I'm telling you, it, it's amazing. And then the Holy Spirit will speak to us about things we need to do, alter, or change. Uh, let me say this again. I've mentioned this in the past. 
that when I was a young man, I felt lethargic. I had finished my second Bible school. I was at the time working as a janitor in a local church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I, I, had a th I worked from 3 to 11, that second shift. And uh, so my wife, Susan, uh, worked first shift. So I was at home alone in the mornings after she went to work. And I would sit at my, I had a great big desk in a spare bedroom. We had no children at the time. And I was sitting at that desk one morning, and I remember I distinctly said, Lord, I'm just, why do I, I'm just always tired. I feel lethargic. And the Holy Spirit rose up inside me and said, Mitch. Now you say, well, how did that sound? Well, I can just tell you it's a very strong impression. And that impression had words with it, and it was deep inside me. And here's what I heard. I want you to start jogging. I want you to get up and move. I want you to move. And you know what? He persisted to tell me that, and I went out and I stayed. And he said that, I want you to start exercising and exercise for the rest of your life. Now, he spoke that very clearly to me, and I've never disobeyed that. I have exercised lifelong. I was, um, when he spoke that to me, I think I was... Uh, uh, yeah, no, let me see. Eight. I was uh, 24 years old when he spoke that to me. And, uh, and I 23, 24 years old. And you know what? I went out and did what he said. And I tell you, I started getting some really great strength physically and all that lethargy left me. And over the years, he has spoken to me back. And I mentioned this earlier in some of the podcast. Um, yeah, 11 years ago, he spoke to me in the fall of the year and said, Mitch, you've been jogging all these years. Now I want you to start riding your bicycle. And I've been riding a bicycle and walking for the last 11 years. So, you know, it pays to obey God. And, you know, uh, again, the Holy Spirit knows what you need. I mentioned some time ago on one of the podcasts when I first came to the Lord, a couple of years into my experience with the Lord, I just felt really odd and uh, just felt like something was missing, and, and I just felt melancholy and blue, and I couldn't understand what it was, and I began to seek God and I said, Lord, I have the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Uh, rejoice in the Lord always, Philippians says, and again I say rejoice. What is this? Why do I feel this, this blueness, this, this, uh, this um, oh, just terrible feeling? And I began to seek God, and I would pray in the Spirit, and I heard Mitch take a multivitamin. See, what was that? That was the Holy Spirit telling me there was something missing in my system, some, some nutrient that I needed. And you know what? I did what he said. I went to a store. I found some fairly good vitamins of the day, and I started taking them. And it wasn't any time till that symptom dissipated and disappeared. See, that taught me a lesson. That, 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 I learned something by that. Uh, Kenneth Hagin would tell us students at Rama that uh, he had a missionary friend who was in some of the hot climates, and they did a lot of profuse sweating. It was very, very difficult. They're very hot. And uh, he said that the, the one of the missionaries began to have some symptoms, and the Holy Spirit spoke to the missionary, said, put a little extra salt on your food uh, because of the hot climate. And he did, and the symptoms dissipated. See, the Holy Spirit knows what you need, and he knows how to quicken us. You know, when I started jogging, this is a, a, a humorous story, but true. Um, when I started jogging, 
And I finally, you know, started, got to where I could jog a mile without stopping and then two miles and then three miles. And then uh, it eventuated into, I would go five miles in 40 minutes, about an eight minute mile. That's a pretty good clip. Not going to win world records, but it was a good clip for me, a good, good pace. And uh, so I was jogging and one day I would see, I would jog and I would meditate the word of God. That is, I would ruminate it. That is, I would let a scripture or a series of scriptures just go through me while I jogged. And and this, y'all, it surprised me when it happened. But, you know, you reach a point in, in that five mile, you, you, you reach a point when you're exercising and you're exerting yourself physically that you quote unquote hit the wall. That means you get really tired or really fatigued. So I don't know, two, two and a half miles into my, into my run, I got really fatigued and tired. And I was meditating on the word. And I'll never forget, uh, as I meditated on the word and I hit that wall and that fatigue set in, I'm telling you, my goodness, the Holy Spirit came on me and I felt like Elijah running, outrunning Jezebel's chariot. I was moving, boy. And I mean, the Holy Spirit came on me. In fact, I just ran as hard as I could for a little while because it felt so good. So, you know, I'm telling you, there is a quickening of the Holy Spirit. There's something about the Word of God that gives the Holy Spirit place in your life. So I want to encourage you, listen to the Holy Spirit. If you need to make life changes, sometimes we need to, you know, we need to exercise. Sometimes we need more rest. Sometimes we need to change our diet. Sometimes our diet is going to get us in trouble and God will speak. And uh, just various things that we need as we tool through life, the Lord will speak to us about what we should or shouldn't do in life. And it's the Holy Spirit. It's his way of of quickening us and helping us stay out of trouble and stay healthy. Another encouragement I have, since it's the Holy Spirit that brings God's health and the health that Jesus has provided to us is pray in the Spirit every day. Ever since September 12th, 1976, I have spent time praying in the Spirit. I, I just had a season of prayer. I got up early today um, and, and um, waited on God got in the Word, prayed in the Spirit. I went and had breakfast with some men and came back. And, you know, I had another season of prayer here. And I prayed in the Spirit. Listening, there is a, <clears throat> excuse me, there is a quickening when you pray in the Spirit. And it'll affect you physically. And listen, what affects you spiritually will also affect you spiritually. If you're spiritually drained, physically. If you're spiritually drained, you'll also be physically drained. If you're spiritually drained, you'll be mentally and emotionally fatigued. But if you're spiritually quickened or feel alive and are, are built up, you know what? That feeling alive or being built up will also affect your mind, will affect your emotions, and will spill over and affect your physical body. So again, uh, there's just something about that inward quickening that we need a, a man's spirit, Proverbs says, will sustain his infirmity. If you're, if you're challenged physically, the first thing to do is get settled spiritually. It's not possible, not possible to be built, to be unsettled spiritually and not be built up spiritually and do well mentally, emotionally, or physically. Sooner or later, the drain will take effect and it'll have a draining effect. 
sense to you. So what's the cure? Build yourself up spiritually and let the Spirit of God work in you through the Word and then by praying in the Spirit. So again, if you don't do that, have a season of prayer. Pray in the Spirit every single day. You'll see it'll make a tremendous difference. Uh, A.B. Simpson was born in 18, I think, 43 and became a wonderful uh, Bible expositor. He's got a series of books called the Christ of the Bible series, and it's a six-volume set, and he goes through the whole Bible. Uh, he actually, I believe, was the founder of Christian Missionary and Alliance denomination, and uh, he was a Presbyterian in his early years, uh, but in his late 30s uh, had a, a congenital heart condition that almost proved fatal to him, and he was healed by the power of God. The rest of his life, he lived by the power of the Holy Spirit. So he's got some, he's got a book entitled Divine Healing, uh, The Gospel of Healing. And, um, uh, but this comes from the Christ of the Bible series. Here's a quote from A.B. Simpson, but let it not be forgotten that divine healing, real and blessed as it is, is not a matter of mere rite or ceremony or even intellectual faith, but the work of the Holy Spirit and connected with the divine anointing. It is nothing less than a life of Christ in our body, the very quickening of the divine spirit in our mortal frame. We cannot come to Christ as they did in the days of his flesh as a visible and maternal material presence. We can only approach him through the Holy Spirit and know him as the Spirit reveals him. Therefore, a spiritual preparation is indispensable to receiving him as our healer. He goes on to say, there is a double anointing. First, the heart becomes the temple of the Holy Spirit, and then it becomes also true. Uh, don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's Spirit lives in you? 1 Corinthians 3.16. Beloved, have we received the physical anointing of the divine spirit? This will not only bring us healing from disease, but a higher type of physical life, even in health. It unites us with the risen Lord and lifts every function and force into blessed fellowship with his risen life and power. He goes on to say, listen, A.B. Simpson, the Christ of the Bible series. Uh, this is uh, volume, I'm looking, volume six page 359, the third person of the Godhead who dwelt in the Lord Jesus during his earthly ministry comes to dwell in us when we yield ourselves fully to his possession and control. He brings to the heart the revelation and realization of our union with the Lord Jesus. He quickens us with his life, comforts us with his love and illumines us with a vision of his person, and the light of his truth. He makes the word of God a living reality to our spiritual consciousness. He becomes to us the spirit of peace, joy, and rest. He teaches us to pray and inspires our communion with God. He gives us messages and clothes them with power. He becomes to us the spirit of purity and holiness. He fills the heart with love and the life with sweetness and beneficence. Even our very body he quickens with the divine strength, lifts us above the power of disease, and makes us partakers of the risen life of our glorified Lord. He is our guide and guards us from seducing spirits and dangers seen and unseen. And the promise becomes true. As for you, the anointing received from him remains in you, and you do, do not need anyone 
to teach you, 1 John 2, 27. So again, the Holy Spirit, listen, he's the one that brings to us what Jesus has purchased for us, and that is divine healing by the power of God. I was reading my devotions this morning, and I found uh, one of my devotionals is, uh, is a book called Streams in the Desert, and it's copyright 1925. I think it was republished uh, in the 1980s, but it's part of my library, and it's something I read fairly regularly. And today's reading, uh, I'm just going to start. And I just, this is so good, and this is talking about listening to the Holy Spirit and listening to what He's saying. If you want to walk in health, you got to be willing to do what He says. It's not possible to walk alone without an ear to the heart of God through the Holy Spirit and walk in God's best in the physical life. Uh, he says this, uh, October 3rd, Streams in the Desert says this, and this is the day that I'm, that I'm recording this. After the earthquake came a fire, and after the fire came a gentle whisper, 1 Kings 19, 12. And then uh, makes this statement, a woman who has made rapid progress in her understanding of the Lord once asked the secret of her seemingly easy growth. Her brief response was, mind the checks. The reason many of us, it goes on to say, the reason many of us do not know and understand God better is that we do not heed his gentle checks, his delicate restraints and constraints. His voice is a gentle whisper. A whisper can hardly be heard, so it must be felt as a faint and steady pressure upon the heart and mind, like the touch of a morning breeze calmly moving across the soul. When it's heated, it quietly grows clearer in the inner ear of the heart. So she, uh, in, in this this particular day of reference in the streams in the desert, she's talking about the importance of having a listening ear for what the Holy Spirit's saying to you. Many has been the occasion, and I, you know, I'm just... Uh, thinking, and these things come to my mind while I'm talking about this. I don't know how many times. I tend to be a really driven personality. I'm always busy. I'm always trying to accomplish things. I have lots to do, both in ministry life and personal life. And even when I'm home seeking to take a break, so to speak, sometimes I get so involved in, you know, doing the things around my yard to keep and, and just doing things to keep my home up. There are times that I have so driven myself, so to speak, that I can hear the Holy Spirit saying, Mitch, you don't need to do that today. Wait until tomorrow. And everything, listen, everything inside of me says, no, I want to do that today because it's better to get it out of the way. But you know what I have learned when the Holy Spirit says, Mitch, take a rest. Don't do that. Do something else. Or I've had times I was so busy working, he said, take a break. Take a chill. Rest your mind, rest your person, rest your soul. And, you know, I've learned to listen to him because he knows, listen, the Holy Spirit knows you. He knows your personality. He may be saying to you, get up off your duff. Let's get going. You know, if I, if we tend to be an idle person, he say he may say, let's get moving. Move too fast, he may, he may say, slow down. You know, he just knows what we need. And here's what I found out about the Holy Spirit. He knows how. He knows he's so gentle, but he knows how to minister to us, and he knows how to get our ear. Let me tell you about the Holy Spirit. He will use your lingo. He, he will use the way you think about life, 
because he knows you that well and he will speak to you on those terms. So little phrases will come up inside, very faint, uh, like, a, like, a, like a wind, like a breath, like a still, small voice. And you know, if you learn to listen to that, then you know what? A little bit by little bit, you can train your ear to him, <coughs> excuse me, and you can walk in the health that God has for you. So, so all of these ingredients go together. We've got, to, we've got to learn to listen to the Spirit of God. We've got to learn to be both, both wise naturally and wise spiritually. There are healing hindrances with our emotions if we don't deal with things on the inside and release the problems and cares of life. Uh, we have to deal with the misuses of our body, with overwork, with lack of exercise, with improper diet, those things I've spoken about, we have to really make sure that we walk in forgiveness towards anyone who has in any way offended us. We need to learn to walk in obedience to God and not disobedience with our life call and in general obedience to God. So, and learning to relate to the Holy Spirit and learning to listen when he's talking, you know, he knows what we need. He knows what's coming and he knows how to, how to Help us to walk in the health that Jesus has provided for us. Lord, I pray for every person listening today that they would have um, an ear to hear the Holy Spirit. Lord, help us to, as this author of Streams in the Desert said, help us to mind the checks, the checks on the inside that deal with us about life. Help us to hear the Spirit of God as he directs our steps so that we can walk in the health that Jesus has provided for us so we can fulfill and obey the will of God. And Lord, I just give thanks for that now in Jesus' name. Friend, I look, hope you have a great day. Looking forward to talking to you the next time. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I hope you're able to get something out of the message today. Before you leave, please make sure uh, that you subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening from. Doing this goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Lastly, if you want to reach out with questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments about today's content, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. I would love to hear from you. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be today. God bless you.